Welcome to Parsha and Gemara. This is Parshat Va'et Hanan. So, in Metzia, uh, which deals a lot with um, lost objects and missing um, land, there's many, many discussions. And it has to be split when we talk about law and we talk about halacha. Sometimes uh, the halacha deals with the practicality of the situation. It's the most practical law, um, that is what we determine as the halacha. It doesn't necessarily mean, though, that it is right. And that's a, a larger discussion of whether is halacha intrinsically good or is it more about practicality in terms of being that we are a nation, which sometimes people forget. Judaism is not just a religion, it's a nation that is governed by laws. And just like some laws that we have are neither good nor bad, they just may be practical or utilitarian, um, it's the same case with the halakha. And it's a, it's a pretty interesting discussion, a philosophical discussion about whether halakha equals good or does sometimes halakha equal practicality. The most famous example we can have is probably of korbanot. Korbanot, it's a major machloka between the Rambam and the Ramban about whether or not giving a sacrifice is the most ideal thing that we do, right? We have all these halachot regarding sacrifices that come from Sefer Vayikra and whether or not it is ideal to give a korban or some, I think it's the Rambam that holds that it's not ideal that we do it because this is the way people serve during the times of the Torah, and that that desire to give a korban it was so intrinsic in the people then that the laws that came about regarding korbanot were based on this idea of serving the people. Doesn't necessarily mean it was the ultimate good. So that's a really large discussion. So I give this whole preface because in Baba Metzia, it's talking about a situation in which there's three pieces of land. Um, let's look at them side by side. Three pieces of land side by side. Brother one buys the first piece of land. There's no one in the middle. And then the third piece of land is bought by brother two. So the Gemara says, and I'll just read it in English. Rav Yudah says that Rav says, one who takes possession of land that is located between the land of brothers or between the land of partners, which them trouble. Why? Because partners probably would rather be together or brothers probably rather be. That person is impudent. That person is doing something wrong. So what is the halakha about someone who purchases the land in between two brothers or two business partners? So the Gemara continues, says, as, do, as for removing him, we do not remove him. Why? Because we have no real claim against him. Right. What would probably be the right thing to do? The right thing to do is if you had two brothers, two partners, the person, well, you don't buy that. But is it the practical thing? Not always. And therefore, the Gemara says, we cannot remove him. But then Rav Nachman goes on and says, no, but there's, we even go as far as to remove him because there's a specific halacha that, that deals with this idea of who, um, uh, without getting too technical, about who owns the land that borders next to yours, meaning me, if I own property one, and it's the same example, property one, two, and three, as the owner of property one, do I have more rights over property to purchase maybe as like a right of refusal? Can I purchase that piece of land first? And so there's a Kumara that says that that's Allah, and therefore we can learn that from Allah that we actually remove that person 
who bought the in-between land between the two brothers or between the two partners. It says that even with this halacha, we do not do this. We do not remove this person. So we are still left with someone who can buy, even though it may not be the right thing to do, they can buy that piece of land in between um, the two brothers, the two partners. The Gemara continues to say, though, that the sages of Nehardai say, even if his claim was due to this halacha, this halacha, which I shortly explained about having the right to own the property next to yours um, that you own, says, even though that halacha exists, we still remove him. We still, that person in the middle who is who is, who is is doing something, maybe, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but it's in, it causes pain to the two brothers and the two partners. So even though there's a halacha that may allow him to stay, we still remove him. Why? Because the, this week's parsha, Tashavua, parsha Va'et Hanan, where we just read in, 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 in Shishi, read about the Shema, and we're reading about coming into the land. And it says, Shamor Tishmaruna Mitzvot Hashem Okechem Vedotavachukavashitzicha, where you have to keep the commandments, the decrees, the laws that the Lord has enjoined you. But then it continues with the one of the most famous lines in the Torah, Vasita Hayashar Vatov Be'ne Hashem, Lemani Tavlach. So that it may go well with you. The Gemara says the, the the pasuk says right after it says, "Be sure to keep the commandments, the decrees, and the laws." So these are there's three different. There's usually chukim mishpatim and um, edotav. There's different types of mitzvot that we have, mitzvot that we understand, mitzvot that we don't understand, mitzvot that 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 makes sense. You know, there's 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 a lot of there's three different categories of mitzvot. So the question is, why do I need this vasita yeshar If I have to keep all the mitzvot, all the erotim, all the chukim, all the mishpatim, why is it that I so have to do vasita hayashar And what the Gemara is coming to say at the end, saying that this person who bought that land in between the two brothers, yes, probably practically, halachically, it is okay. But the question is, is that the right thing? And sometimes, sometimes even halacha can may lead us to situations where it's not necessarily we're doing the right thing. We may be doing something legal, maybe doing something practical. I think you're 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 driving uh, forty. The the speed limit's forty in in the zone, but you know it's three o'clock and a lot of kids are coming, right? Forty, you could go forty, but forty may be fast when those kids are coming home from school and so. So maybe this time you slow down to thirty. Maybe you slow down to thirty. It's, it's not legal, but it's potential times where we come out with with we, we the halacha is 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 good. The halacha is right. The halacha is trying to enable us to live a practical, um, spiritual, Jewish infused life in our regular day life, and the significance always always have in mind. Because ultimately, more than any mitzvah, more than any anything that you do, it's v'asita hayashar v'atov. That's what we always have to always keep in mind. Sorry about the always, always. Ultimately, we're always here to do good. We're always here to do right as much as we possibly can. And this is what Moshe wants to impart on the Jewish people. You're going into the land. You're going to meet people that are different than you. You're going to meet people that are enticing and the things that are great. You're going to have fights between the Jewish people. There's going to be regular life. But always, always have in mind. Why? Because this ultimately will be
Israel, for the nations that are in Israel. And we should always have this in mind to always try to be Yashar V'tov, even when it's it's not necessarily the, the, the practical thing to do. We should always have that um, strength to be able to do so. Shabbat Shalom.